Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters promote positive people, you can certainly visit us for all of your branding and publishing needs at Wealthy Sisters Media, that's S-I-S-T-A-S, WealthySistersMedia.com. And, you know, our episode today is brought to you by the fabulous com. They've sold over 3 million and over 10,000 testimonies on the D-Earth's full body cleanse, and you know my name is in that number. I am telling you, this is the number one selling cleansing system online, and trust me, it works. It helped jumpstart my metabolism, changed my life. I experienced so many positive results, and I am committed to doing cleanse at least twice a year. So I guarantee you, you owe it to yourself. If you want to help lower your blood pressure, lower diabetes, and increase your metabolism and even your libido, call 866 the number four D Herbs. That's eight six six the number four D Herbs. Or go to dherbs dot com right now. That's dherbs right now. And be sure to mention Wealthy Sisters for your discount. And Wealthy Sisters Radio. Here we are connecting businesses with people, stories, and music purposes twofold. First, we love to provide you with the inspiration and encouragement and to make sure that you get that practical knowledge that you can apply to your business and your life right now for a positive impact. And two, we must provide a platform to continue to edify and promote and acknowledge and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is another awesome Tuesday, and you know that you can hear this show and all of our other shows 24-7 at WealthySistersRadio.com. And today it is Tuesday, November the 11th, 2014, and we are celebrating Veterans Day, that's right. Veterans Day, you know, that definitely deserves a round of applause. And and really, the round of applause is just not enough to say how much we appreciate and we honor all of our veterans, the men and women who fight for us, who protect us, and to keep our freedoms. And as business owners, we must all a moment to step back and say thank you for protecting our opportunities for free enterprise. We know people come to our country every day just for this opportunity, for capitalism, for the the, the business opportunities, for the right to own a business. And we definitely want to let all of the veterans know today that we don't take that freedom for granted. So thank you so much. And, you know, this is our annual show that we do to honor our veterans, and in particular, the women veterans. Yes, that's right. 
right. And I tell you, I am so excited about our very special guest today. She is dynamic when I tell you she is a leader of all leaders. She is a number one Amazon best-selling author of over 12 books. She's retired a full colonel from the Air Force and a former member of the Senior Executive Services, that's the SES Corps, with the Department of Defense. So I tell you, you know how we do it here at our Wealthy Sisters, right? We only bring you the best. And that is other than Dr. Mary Gillum, who's our very special guest today. And we cannot wait for her to come on our show today and share some insight on what it is and how it has been to be a leader in the military and also how she has created such an amazing career beyond that. And so, you know, also we want to remind everyone, if you stopped, if you have not yet today, make sure that you say thank you to a veteran. And then also we want to remind you that that time is coming up, the team, the Winter Summit 2015, that's right, that is March 27th, 28th. The Winter Summit is the premier business conference for women business owners want to be there. And this year, we're so excited. We brought back the Millionaire Luncheon, which is the most incredible experience where we bring three documented, successful millionaire business women. I mean, where they're right there in an intimate session in the luncheon that they're going to share with you on how to build your business and some of their things. It's an up-close experience, and I tell you, we only do that for a small group of people. So you want to make sure that you go to the winner Summit. That's a winner like a champion, thewinnersummit.com, and get registered right away. And then also, I'm proud to announce that we're bringing on board this year the National Association of Hotel Owners and Operators and Developers. They are there. These people, I'm telling you, they will help you and teach you, and they are documented. They've proven it. They've got so many examples that they can show you how to build and create and how to become a Marriott owner. As a matter of fact, here in the D.C. area, the fabulous new Marriott Marquis, uh, one of the members, is the owner of that hotel. So you want to be there. We bring in the best to you at the Winter Summit. So, again, make sure you get registered at thewintersummit.com. And we've come to the time in the show where we have that business question of the week. And, you know, as I say, every week I've been in business over 25 years, and I know a lot. I have experienced a lot. You know, but I'm telling you, I know I don't know everything, but I do know how to make sure we get the right information for you and get the experts to share it if I can't share it. So if you've got a question you'd like to ask us, make sure you send it to family at wealthy sisters at radio dot com and we have an opportunity to perhaps answer it here on the show. That's family at wealthy sisters radio dot com or you can simply call our hotline at 800-917-9435, extension 808. That's 800-917-9435, extension 808. And our question this week comes from all the way from Atlanta via Japan, and it is from Sir Woman. She's in the Air Force. Miss Brittany, we want to thank you so much for your service. She says that she's been listening to us here. She's in Japan, and we're excited. She's been listening to our show for about a year now, she says, and she is a um, member of the service, and she wants to know, you know, how can she begin building a business or what should she look at, uh, opportunities. She's been hearing a lot about women business owners for the military and, and opportunities around that. So I tell you, it is a 
big time with our perfect guest today to answer that question, Dr. Mary Gilliam. We're going to have her answer that question as well today on our show because she has truly done that with her career. Like I said, she's the author of 12 best-selling books here on Amazon, and so we're going to let her answer that question for you, Brittany. Thank you so much for your question. And again, if you've got a question and you'd like us to answer it or one of our experts to answer here live on Wealthy Sisters Radio, send it to family at WealthySistersRadio.com or dial 800-917-9435, extension 808. Well, we're excited again about today's show, Celebrating Veterans. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back with our very special guest, Dr. Mary Gillum. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products. From enhancing all-natural soaps, hair growth stimulating shampoos, to delicious healthy drinks, great for arthritis, we have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Dream big, financial freedom, lifestyle change, additional income, be your own boss. If this is the life you've dreamed of, Tracy Lynn Fashion Jewelry is the business for you. This business is simple. If you can wear the jewelry, you can sell the jewelry. I've earned a $10,000 bonus check. I'm able to earn $600 to $800 per show and more. Visit TracyLynnJewelry.com and remember, behind every great woman are more great women. We're live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. We are excited about veterans today, honoring and celebrating our women's veterans. And we, again, can say thank you enough for all of your service. Also, we want to remind you that you know can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters. Again, that's Facebook. Wealthy Sisters, and you know, you can download this show, all of our other great shows, over five years of rich content just for you, the business owner. You can find us on iTunes for free at Wealthy Sisters, and make sure you go to our website at Wealthy Sisters Radio and subscribe to our mailing list there so that you can make sure you stay up to date on all of our fantastic shows. Again, thank you so much for listening to us, and we appreciate you. And, you know, today, as we said, it's Veterans Day. I tell you, our very special guest today, we're thrilled to have her on the line with us, and I am not going to hold her from you any longer. I want to give a very special welcome to Dr. Mary Gillum, retired Air Force Colonel. Hello, Dr. Mary Gillum. How are you today? I will, Deborah. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for your service, you know, and and just your impeccable example of leadership. Hello? You want to make yes. sure that we lose it? Okay, okay. Didn't know it had dropped you or had any technical difficulties today. Hello? Yes, I, I'm here, Deborah. 
Okay, okay, all right. It sounds like you kind of faded out there for a moment. But, yes, thank you so much again for your service, and we're just excited to, to hear your experience with uh, and have you share it with us today. Well, Deborah, um, let me begin by just telling you a little bit about myself. As you said, I am a retired Air Force colonel and a former member of the uh, Senior Executive Service Corps with the Department of Defense at the Pentagon. I had many, many tours of duty at the Pentagon. But I'm also the founder and uh, owner of M2G Dynamic Leadership Solutions, which is a uh, professional services uh, consulting firm here in the Washington uh, metro area. But uh, the thing that's most important to me is that the fact that I was raised by my grandmother. She had had oh. 17 children, and she married at 14, and uh, wow. I would tell people, you know, she had 17 kids by one husband. She birthed. I was telling she birthed. <laughs> and, Wait a minute. But, <laughs> Wait, yes. we got to take a pause there. we got a deep breath or something at that moment. We've got to give her... Oh, matter of fact, she deserves a round of applause. Seven, yes. that's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, and, you know, and, and you think about how common that was—the the numbers and the double digits. And today, when I think about that, I'm just—I—I—I I, 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 there are no words for for, <laughs> for me when you think about that. How incredible! What an incredible woman! I always like to tell that because I tend to get a, a, a lot of laughs from people because mm-hmm. they're like, I don't believe it. I know she really did have. She married mm-hmm. at 14, has 17 children, and was widowed mm-hmm. at 48. And then she was mm-hmm. given sole responsibility for my three siblings and myself, and we were all mm-hmm. under the age of six. And mm-hmm. I, I tell people that because I say when people say what they can't do, and I tell them the story of my grandmother because she was what I call a uncommon leader. She was my hero, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. grandmother. Now, where did you grow up, Dr. Gillen? I grew up in Roseboro, North Carolina, which is about 27 miles southeast of Fedville, right outside of Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Yes. So you kind of saw some military growing up. Now, let me ask you this. I do want to go back um, and ask you just quickly, SES, um, we know there are a lot of, uh, for me, growing up in Atlanta and and moving here to the uh, metropolitan Washington, D.C. area, I learned so much more about the military and government and all the different departments and different cabinets that you have no idea about. So I know there are some others who might not know what SES. I since learned what that is. So why don't you tell our audience what that means, what that is? Well, it's the Senior Executive Service Corps within the mm-hmm. um, the government you have, uh, the GS system, and above mm-hmm. the GS system is the Senior Executive Service Corps. Like in the military, you have mm-hmm. um, y- you go from enlisted all the way up to colonel, and then mm-hmm. uh, you go into the General Officer Corps. Well, then the mm-hmm. Senior Executive Service Corps is supposed to be the equivalent of the General Officer Corps on the civilian side of the house. Okay, 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 fantastic. So, you know, you said you grew up in North Carolina and your grandmother raised you. Did you have anyone in your family that was a part of the military or what what led you to join? Yes, I did. I actually had an aunt who was in the Women's Auxiliary Corps way back during World War II, which was fascinating. My aunt. 
she enlisted in the Women's Auxiliary Corps. And sometimes <laughs> I think that's where I probably got the in, you know, interest in the military. <laughs> Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, I had a couple of my brothers and a couple of uncles and stuff were also in the military. In the military, where now um, were any of them the Air Force or you the no. one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the only one who joined the Air Force. Uh, majority of them were in the Army. I had one mm-hmm. uncle that was in the Marines, and I do mm-hmm. have a niece and nephew that are currently serving in the Navy. In the Navy? Wow, that's incredible. So I imagine with the 17 aunts and uncles, you're in a large family. So I bet you probably have a lot more that will be serving as well. So what led you to join, you know, the Air Force? I know we talked a little bit about your family, but what was it that, that encouraged you to join the military? I always love to tell this story because I was in college on a chemistry scholarship sponsored by Dow Chemicals, and there were some kids one day. I love to tell the story because they were actually out recruiting. They had their uniforms on. They were going to the uh, uh, labs that we would have, your military labs, and uh-huh. uh, they were just out recruiting. And they said, well, uh-huh. you know, the Air Force is currently recruiting for um, those in what we would call today the STEM disciplines. And uh, so I was in chemistry, hardcore chemistry, physical chemistry, if you will. And so um, they said, well, you should go over and talk to the professor of aerospace studies. And I was like, well, I'm on a chemistry scholarship, and I can't get out of my scholarship and all that. So I decided to go over and talk with the colonel. It, it, we had a full bird colonel who was in charge, and, uh, and I explained my situation. And then he says, well, uh-huh. let me go and talk with your uh, – your professor of chemistry, your department chair, and see what we Uh can work out. And I always tell people that there was somebody at Dow Chemicals who really favored the military because they allowed me to not only keep my scholarship, but to also go and serve my country afterwards. So that's how I got to join the military. (laughs) Wow, that's great. That's great. Well, you know, even having that opportunity um, to be there on that scholarship, I mean, that really says a lot about what type of student you were in school. It, you always knew that you wanted to go to college or you had a path or, or a vision of seeing yourself doing big things. What, what's your recollection of that? Well, you know, I, today I write on leadership, and when I reflect mm-hmm. back on my life, I honestly believe that that had a lot to do with it because I was always, I don't want to say the kid I always mm-hmm. wanted to be in charge, but I found myself right. constantly being pushed to the front, and I, uh-huh. I love studying, and I love leading people and doing things and, you know, let, let's get it done, let's get it done. And so I knew right. that I was destined to do something like that. Yeah, that's great. It's like, you, you, and we have this question that comes up all the time, and, and, you know, maybe five years I'll believe one way and another five I'll believe another, but I wanted to ask you, you know, how do you feel about leaders, and, and I'm sure you've written a lot about it, that are they born or are they created or can they be created, or what what are your thoughts on that when we talk about leaders? Deborah, that is such a, a powerful question because I get asked that a lot and, as you can imagine, yes. have read and studied on that a lot. And I firmly yes. believe that uh, leadership uh, can be taught, and so therefore uh-huh. um, not only can you be born with uh 
certain characteristics and traits, but you can also uh-huh. be taught to develop and grow your leadership skills and talents. And because I do believe that, um, you know, it's it's just something that's within you that has to come up out of you because I would be the first mm-hmm. to say that I would be lying if I told people that I did not think that I was born with something that said that right. I was destined to be a leader because I, I know right. how I am. <laughs> and I'm that kind of person. <laughs> right, right. And I, yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, that's the beauty of getting wiser, wiser and growing, maturing that you can really know and, oh, this is who I am. I mean, you can identify, you know, that you realize that there are different types of personalities and dominant personalities, if you will, in the world. And when you're able to recognize yours, it's a beautiful thing when you can celebrate that and just say, this is who I am. I'm, I'm a leader, you know. I, I love that. When, when you look at your career in the military and what you have been able to accomplish, I mean, retiring as a colonel in the Air Force, that's incredible. Um, tell us a little bit about your start. Did you have an idea of wanting to uh, aspire to higher ranks or what was that process like for you? Deborah, I, I will be honest with you. When I first joined the uh, military, mm-hmm. I thought I was going to serve my first uh, year, uh, four years, and uh, mm-hmm. get out and go and do something in the uh, civilian sector. And then I found mm-hmm. myself starting to really like the military. And, and I like the fact that uh, it did give you opportunities to lead at a very early age, and uh, mm-hmm. you were uh, given a certain responsibilities. But you began to build that camaraderie with those that you served with. And mm-hmm. uh, and I, I just really enjoyed that. I, I, I really felt like I was doing something for the country that will help in the long run. And so I found mm-hmm. myself starting to want to really go toward uh, as far as, you know, the military would allow me to go. And I credit everything, mm-hmm. number one, to my faith. And I thank God every day that he allowed me to begin to start growing and maturing in the military because not only did I look forward to getting promoted, but to continue my education because in the military you can do that, you know, from a military mm-hmm. perspective because it is a profession that we are in. And so they mm-hmm. want you to study, you know, the profession of arms. And so a lot of schools, you know, I got a chance to go to those. And uh, so I really enjoyed it. And so I found myself on that path toward mm-hmm. uh, getting promoted from that point on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I would love to talk to you more about, you know, women in the military and in particularly African-American women in the military. Um, I, I oftentimes, uh, you know, and I have this conversation a lot now with a lot of my colleagues who are military. And uh, I think about the coming out of high school, that track of what are you going to do? You going to college or you, and military for us was never an option. You know, I say it all the time being growing up here, growing up in Atlanta versus growing up in a place like where I am now in the DC area, where you're able to see all of the opportunities in the military. Only I knew was infantry. So what would you say to a lot of people who grew up like me who might have young women or even sons and say, oh, you don't need to go in the military, you, you, you know, they're, you're, you're going to be limited? What would you say to them uh, as, as, as far as encouraging their children or support? You know, you've seen those commercials that they air for parents 
to say you want to support your child's decision to go into the military, what what would you say to a parent that's listening right now? Oh, I I would tell the parent that um, listen to the heartbeat of your child because if your child Mm -hmm. is leaning in that direction, there are some great Mm -hmm. opportunities that the military can provide because I would be the Mm -hmm. first to tell you that had Mm -hmm. even though I was studying chemistry, it was through the military that I actually really grew up and I began Mm -hmm. to see things that I never envisioned before in my life or having the opportunity to participate in things that just would have been out of reach for me had I stayed where I was. And and I honestly, I do encourage people that if your child is interested in joining the military, there is nothing wrong. It is a honorable profession, and it is something mm-hmm. that will allow you to really build camaraderie, develop your leadership management skills and your technology skills. There's a lot of great things that I learned from a technical perspective by being in the military, and I was able to uh, apply those after I got out of the military. But it really started with my saying, raising my hand and saying that I would support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. I tell you, if you are just tuned in here on Wealth Business Radio, this is Deborah Hartnett, your host, and our very special guest today is Dr. Mary Gillis. She is a retired colonel from the Air Force. She is a leader and author over 12 best-selling books on Amazon. She's created a powerful company, a leadership development firm, M2M Development. I want to make sure I say that correctly. But she is our guest today, and we will take a, just a quick break, come back, and we want to ask you more, Dr. Gillum, about your experience a woman in the military and as a leader, if you had any challenges uh, being uh, a woman leader in the service. We'll be right back after this short break. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're not listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're not listening to Wealthy Sisters with Deborah Hartnett. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. We're back. We are live here on Sisters Radio. And as always, you know, we appreciate you for tuning in, for downloading our show. For over five years now, we celebrate great content here for you. I want to remind everybody that the Winter Summit is coming up. It's next year, March 27, 28. It will be here before you know it. Want to make sure you've gotten registered. Go to the Wintersummit.com. That is the premier professional woman's event. I'm telling you, you've got the, the best 
in our luncheon. We've got the National Association of Black Hotel Owners and Operators and Developers and all of our correspondents. That's right, the Wealthy Sisters Radio featured correspondents, our legal expert, our health and wellness expert, our finance expert, our marketing expert, business strategist will be there providing great content for you. Uh, so you want to go to thewintersummit.com and get registered. And today we are celebrating Veterans Day here on November the 11th, 2014, and our guest today is Dr. Mary Gillum. She is a retired Air Force, U.S. Air Force colonel and a leader of all leaders. And uh, Dr. Gillen, when we before we had our break, we were talking about, you know, your journey and how you joined the military. You shared your awesome story there as well. Well, you know, I, I want to just kind of get a little bit more into your experience. You know, as a woman leader, you know, we, we said we knew that you were a natural-born leader, but did you have any challenges uh, as, as uh, aspiring to the rank of colonel in the military? Uh, Deborah, yes, I did, because I, I will tell you, when I first started out in the um, Air Force, unfortunately, you know, as in society, um, there were some mm-hmm. people who honestly did not think that women, number one, ought to be in the military. And then there were those who had some issues with the color of my skin. <laughs> there was nothing yeah. I was going to do about either. And mm-hmm. I just had to do, you know, <laughs> nope. I just said, okay, Lord, <laughs> I, I'm here for a reason, and I'm going to do the very best that I can with this position, and I'm going mm-hmm. to go forward uh, from that point on. Because when I recognized that, uh, you know, I had to come to groups with that and say, okay, mm-hmm. what can I do to continue to grow and develop as an officer? I did not want mm-hmm. to be seen as a black officer or a female, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to be seen as the best officer that I could be. And so mm-hmm. I knew that I would have some challenges trying to overcome that with some people who really had those inherent beliefs within them mm-hmm. that had to be changed. And there wasn't a whole lot I could do outside of doing the very best that I could to even influence mm-hmm. their decisions or whatever, their mm-hmm. belief system. But I would mm-hmm. tell you this. I worked for some men and women that were super and, and they were just total role models for me, and they inspired mm-hmm. me to want to go on and to be the best that I could could be because I would have easily have separated from the military and said, you know, I'm not going to put up with this. I'm going to get right. out. But I right. felt like I wanted to go forward and do the best that I could, and I'm glad that I did because the thing about it is that I ended up, by the grace of God, actually going past some of those who wanted to hold me back, and I was like, right. okay, Lord, thank you. <laughs> well, isn't that isn't that how it always is? Is that you know I, I realize this and and I see everything from a spiritual point of view, you know, and I believe so deeply that we are spirits and this what we see are just shells, you know, and uh, I, that really came of so it resonated with me when my mother passed and I had to identify her body, if you will. And when I saw her, I knew that that was she, but I knew that it wasn't because the life was gone. Her spirit was gone. So I really believe that. And I believe that when people see you, they see your spirit. Those spirits see how, you know, the power you have or or the energy that you bring, and they are threatened by that because they know that you can 
far past him, you know, and that's what actually happens. They try to block it, but, of course, what's for you is for you, and they can't, and what a beautiful way um, you were able to excel. What area in the military did you, or, or was your focus, or shall I say, Yes, and and one thing that I would tell people, too, is that when you have a vision of where you want to go in life and you put God first, he will take you to that place. And and Mm -hmm. at this time, you know, I love to read the book that uh, the late Dr. Miles Monroe put out called The Power of Vision because I I just Mm -hmm. loved his writings. And as a leader, he just inspired me to want to really go and be all that I can be. Yes, absolutely. Mhm mhm and 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 so, in what area in, in the military did you focus on chemistry were you in the facility of science no. yeah, I was actually commissioned in a uh area that's called communications electronics. It's like the um information technology peripheral today. And okay. so, um, th- but that was my career field because I had all the math and a lot of the uh, um, analytical um, uh, courses that was required for that particular discipline. Because what happens in the military is that they um, commission you where they have a vacancy. And at uh-huh. the time when I was recruited, they were recruiting for people in the sciences, the um, technology, engineering, math. But at the same time, they had vacancies in a career field that was called communications electronics. It's the equivalent of the Signal Corps in the Army, but this was the communications electronics career field in the Air Force. And so, But that career field eventually um, merged into the data automation, information technology, all of that. And that was the career field that I spent almost 30 years in. <laughs> wow. How incredible. And, you know, when you think about your experience there uh, in the military, and we talked about your, your grandmother in the beginning, you know, how much respect and she is your heroine, your hero. What are some of the examples, I guess, or did you you take from your grandmother that helped you become such a, a dynamic leader in the military? When I look at my grandmother's uh, situation, I thought, wow, in spite of everything that was going on in her life, she kept mm-hmm. her faith. She was a woman of tenacity. She believed in hard work and that Mm -hmm. she also believed that even though she only had a fourth grade education, she believed in education and that you can be whatever you want to be when you first of all put God first and you're willing to work hard and pursue the kinds of things that will take you to that next level. And and my grandmother, you know, the proudest person that I could have ever had in my life was my grandmother because she was always very proud, no matter how little it was, whatever I did, how small or minute, she was always so always so very proud. And so when I graduated from college, although she had gone blind by this time, it was the fact that she was still alive to be at my graduation from college, and I was so happy and so thrilled. So the first book that I ever wrote was called I Never Said Goodbye, and that was in tribute to her because when she passed away, I was stationed in Korea, and that was my tribute. Wow, and so she did have an opportunity to see you graduate and or experience your graduation and, and experience you actually joining the military as well. Wow. Yes, right. Yeah. She died about three years 
Yeah, she uh-huh. died uh, three years. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. She died in yeah. 1985. That's <laughs> 85, that's yeah. precious. I, you know, I, I can relate to that. My grandmother was my star as well. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a special relationship, uh, their grandmothers. And um, so with you joining the military and you, you have, you know, you reach the top rank there of uh, colonel, when you when you look at, and we kind of talked about some of the challenges that you faced, you know, and I know you said you, you thought if you didn't have those great leaders um, in the service with you that were setting examples for you that you might say, I'm out of here, you know, I don't have to take this. But the truth of the matter, you would have had to take it because leadership, you know, uh, is the same way. Oftentimes, you you know, you find bad leadership outside of the military as well. So, what what would you say to those who might be experiencing challenges with leaders in their life right now? They're in a position of leadership, and they might be experiencing challenges with those that they're leading. What? What are the, some of those, you know, can you give us three practical things that you did? Um, we understand, you, you know, we keep our faith, but what are some other things that you did to, to make you or to help you excel uh, in those difficult times? Okay, that's a really good question, uh, Deborah. What I tried mm-hmm. to do uh, as a leader is to try to build a team because I heard one guy says, if you want to achieve the dream, you've got to build a successful team. And I honestly believe that there are times when you just have to really um, work really hard at uh, the team that you're trying to develop and grow because everybody is an individual. How you may Mm -hmm. be able to motivate one person may not necessarily work with somebody else. And so a lot of Mm -hmm. times I would try to get to know the people really on my Mm -hmm. team to the point that I want to make sure that your contribution matters to me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I'm giving, uh, I would be conducting a meeting, and I would mm-hmm. uh, throw out a question just to get people's advice or uh, get their uh, input or whatever, and I would see that some people would not be talking, and so I would direct the question to them. Well, so and so, what do you think about this? You, you know, mm-hmm. I would really mm-hmm. like to know mm-hmm. your opinion. And they would be caught off guard, but at the same time, they were so excited that I really Mm -hmm. acknowledged them and I really was Mm -hmm. interested in hearing what they had to say because if you Mm -hmm. don't you sometimes you're in meetings and you get people who want to try to take over your meeting and no 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 (laughs) right so you got to give them an opportunity to to get it off so they won't just try to take it over right (laughs) absolutely and so there are times when I have to put those people in check and I would do it very nicely and very politely because I firmly believe that you praise right. in public, but you chastise in private. And, well, and so I'm glad I would say, you okay. Said that. Now, I'm glad ahead. you <laughs> said that because it could be a cha- challenge, you know, for us as women leaders. That's one of the challenges um, that we deal with often. And we, we talk about it on the show. You hear it about it. Of successful women leaders, they are called the famous B, you know, uh, yes. word because they're firm or what have you. What? You know what? What do you say to those women who are leaders in and who might be concerned with how we're perceived? Or I know you say you say it gingerly, or you you know you say it kind and chastise mm-hmm. in private. But is there anything else that you can you can share on that as well? 
Well, Deborah, one of the things that I talk about with ladies at, from time to time is that uh, mm-hmm. you can lead without becoming one of the boys. And the way oh, that people will recognize yeah, that is that <laughs> you have to be your authentic self. You can't go in uh-huh. there trying to pretend to be somebody else. And you have uh-huh. to understand what it is that you bring to this uh, organization as a leader. You know your capabilities. Right. You know who you are. You didn't get to where you are just because, but you had something that you provided in terms of study, in terms of experience, in terms of training that got you to where you are. So you stand in your truth. You stand in who you are. And so that when I'm going in here to lead, I'm going in here knowing that I am confident in my ability to lead this organization. I will build this team with you or without you. But I would select it or uh, chosen to be the leader, so I'm going to step in here and I'm going to do just that. And if there's some things that you cannot uh, get with in terms of the program, sometimes you have to engage in selective uh, change management. In uh-huh. other words, you may have to move on. <laughs> and I tell people that. I say you have to be willing to do the hard just like you're willing to accept the easy, but you've got right. to be able to let people go and say, okay, there has to be a change here. And and since I have been voted in to come in and do this or selected to do this or hired to do this, because I've worked in a lot of nonprofits as well, and I said, mm-hmm. well, then either I'm going to stay or, you know, there has to be some kind of change. But I'm right. not going to have people on my staff who are going to try to undermine me, undercut me, and all those kinds of things because, I, I right. know, we can't have that. You don't have time for it, right? It just, it just takes up too much time, <laughs> right? When you're trying to figure so can't deal what with angle it. they're coming from, right? <laughs> well, you know, I love it, Dr. Gillum, when you said you can. As a matter of fact, we're going to have to retweet that. You can leave without becoming one of the boys. And that goes to the power that we have as women. You know, when you, we, we talk about feminism and we talk about being a woman and using the power of a woman, and that is, you know, we are the most powerful ones, as they say. You know, wars are started with women, you know, what have you. So I am so glad that you, you brought that out. What, what do you say, you know, as far as our unique power? You, you, you hit on it some here when you talk about standing in our uh, our own power and or individual's power, but authentic. Is it something unique about a woman's power that we don't have to take on in that statement, like you said, take on the demeanor of the boys or take on that trait of the boys that we can just stand in our own strength? Oh, uh, Deborah, that is so awesome what you just asked there because I mm-hmm. honestly believe that sometimes some women who uh, unfortunately believe that you have mm-hmm. to begin to adopt all kinds of mannerisms and actions mm-hmm. and all kinds of other things or even begin to speak sometimes in some negative words uh, mm-hmm. to get your point across. And I honestly believe that when you are authentic to who you are, you know, I wasn't created to be John or Sam. I was created to be right. Mary. So I'm going to right. act and, and, and act in every way that Mary is supposed to act because I'm being true to me. I'm not trying to be true to somebody else that I'm not because people will see through that like a shield. You, you would be, no, uh-uh. they, they're like, that's not you. That's not your character. That's not your style. So I want people to see me and not 
not see some version of me that they don't believe, but I want them to be able to accept me and accept the fact that I can lead them authentically. So I think that that really needs to happen, and people need to own that. And when we talk about all these books about lean in and all that kind of stuff, in order to lean in, you've got to be true to who you are. You you can't try to be somebody else. That's right. That's right. You know, and I, I have a training um, that I developed. It's, a, it's all geared towards understanding the power of a woman, and, uh, you know, and being a leader as a woman, uh, that you don't have to do all those opposite things, you know, that, that would be contrary to who you are. If you have some of those traits, that's totally different, like you said, but be who you are, be authentic, and recognize um, the power that we have. Uh, of women, you know, we we hear it all the time. Um, women leaders from the president, who's really leading the country, you know, or even from the church, you know, who's really leading, you know, there at the pulpit. You know, women are are very powerful, and we we have a a, a great voice, and um, we learn how to use that and recognize it in our strength, like you said, without. Uh, watering it down with something else, then I, I really believe that that could be a great power for women, young women today, you know, to be able to, to be influenced with that. Because I think my generation, we kind of got in the caught up of the the tail end or, or the beginning of the feminist movement and um, a lot of things that we we needed equality for. But, you know, some of those things, like we said, that came about, that may not have been um, beneficial to us in the long run. <laughs> and, and Deborah, I would I, I would ahead. like to say, at a uh, book signing that I had two weeks ago at uh, Fort Myers uh, Military Installation. Uh, there in uh, Virginia, I had a young lady to come up to me and say, uh, she says, uh, Colonel, thank you so much for maintaining your femininity because she says, mm-hmm. I've seen so many leaders that were even mm-hmm. in the military who began to just, they, I, she says, I don't know what was driving the change, but it, it was like they, they no longer wanted to maintain that feminine look or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, thank you very much. You know, that came as yes. a shock to me to hear her say that because she was a young yes. lady that was saying this mm-hmm. to me. But I wanted mm-hmm. her to see that, yes, you can be a leader, but at the same time mm-hmm. you can own the person that you were created to be. I, I said, mm-hmm. this is who I am. This is the person I've always been. And I would always tell people, I said, don't ever let my kindness be mistaken for weakness. Because oh, just because wow. I'm a kind person, <laughs> that, that don't mean that I will not, you know, because I, 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 as, as a leader, <laughs> yes, as a leader, uh-huh. I know what to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other topic that we must have you back on the show to talk about that, mistaking your kindness. Um weakness because that happens when you're kind, especially a Southern Dale, like I'm sure you are, as I can relate yes. to being one. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know that 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 uh, that uh, you know it took it took me a while though to kind of recognize if you're you're a giving person and you are a leader like that that there are some people who don't understand and who may not be of that same cut from the same cloth of giving, and they are takers, and they, they come to take, <laughs> you know, to 
capitalize off of um, what you've got. But I tell you, this this time has gone by so fast. I I just wanted to um, definitely get an opportunity to tell us here briefly about your organization that you created as well. Can you share with us um, about your company? Into in? yes, yes, mm-hmm. um, Deborah. Thank you very much. My company is M two G. The number two. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Dynamic. I'm sorry. In two. I'm not saying in two M. Yes. I know it's two M. Forgive me. <laughs> yes. yes, it's M two G Dynamic uh-huh. Leadership Solutions, which is a information technology and a leadership development consulting firm, and it's located in the metropolitan Washington D.C. area. And um, I my website is M two G Leadership Biz B I Z dot com. So m2gleadershipbids.com. And one thing that I would like to do, the young lady that asked the question, I would like to answer mm-hmm. that if I have time. Yes, As a veteran, what she can do, even now, she can go out to um, this small uh, business administration office, and they have a mm-hmm. link that's um, called uh, Wet, um, Women Veterans Entrepreneur Corps, WVEC. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm, can find mm-hmm. out all kinds of information about how to pursue entrepreneurship as a veteran. And then there's mm-hmm. another site called VWISE, V-W-I-S-E.com. Mm-hmm. And that's another mm-hmm. site that offers all kinds of um, capabilities and opportunities and training for young uh, military people or military vets and, and uh, who would like to pursue entrepreneurship. But those are two great sites, and she can really just start by going to the Small Business Administration and checking out what they have for veterans. And, and there's wow. all kinds of things out there because that's how I found out about these two organizations through um, mm-hmm. The Small Business Administration, but there's a lot of stuff. And even the VA, the VA has a site as well for veterans, as you can imagine, being the Veterans Administration. But they have a site for entrepreneurs, those who would like to pursue business. And so there's a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, things out there that's available. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, and I'm sure that Brittany is grateful that you shared that information. I knew definitely about the VA and the small business, but the VWISE, V is in veteranwise.com, we didn't know about, so we'll have to make sure we send those tweets out today as well. And then, Dr. Okay. Gillum, you know, uh, the time has just come. Like I said, it's gone by so fast. I, I would love to just have you share you know, or, or ask you, what would you like to leave our audience with today? Uh, today is a day in which we reflect on those who have um, made sacrifices for our country, not only in their service, but in some cases some of them have given their very lives. But uh, as we honor our veterans today, you know, we also honor those who support us like you, Deborah, who gives us an opportunity to just say thank you, thank you, thank you. And so I I, I leave you with that. Oh, thank you so much. That's such an honor coming from you. And we want to make sure that you know that you have an open invitation to come back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, and we certainly hope that you will uh, come and share more with us. We do honor uh, veterans every year, but we'd love to be able to have you come back and we can talk more about leadership and and uh, we do a very special memorial uh, day celebration as well. But 
Just so excited to have had you on our show today. And, again, thank you so much, Dr. Gillen, for all of your uh, sacrifice and your great example of leadership. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I tell you, if you missed the first half of this show, you know that you can actually get it. Don't worry about it. As soon as we finish the show today, it will be available for you right at WealthySistersRadio.com. You can download it for free also on iTunes. You can find us there on Wealthy Sisters, and you know we're available at Twitter and Facebook on Wealthy Sisters as well. But we have come to that time in the show with our health and wellness correspondent. Yes, I tell you, Ms. Elena Keller-Watkins, she has some dynamic information for us, and I cannot wait. Go ahead, Delana. What do you have for us Hello, today? this is Delana Keller-Watkins with your Wealthy Sisters Radio Health and Wellness segment. We are in the midst of celebrating National Women's Health Week, which began on Mother's Day. We honor National Women's Health Week by encouraging the women in our lives, our mothers, grandmothers, aunts, sisters, cousins, friends, and colleagues to take steps to live healthier, happier lives. This year's theme is It's Our Time. So yes, ladies, it's your time to embrace your health. Women have a tendency to place the needs of others before their own. While this is an admirable quality, women who do this may put their own health at risk, especially if they neglect receiving regular care and checkups with their healthcare provider. Research has shown that when women take care of their own health, the health of their family tends to improve as well. So it's time to take care of a very special person in your life, you. You can start by nurturing yourself with healthy food, regular physical activity that you enjoy, quality sleep, sufficient time for relaxing, and stress-reducing activities. Also, be sure to follow up with any scheduled visits that you may have with your healthcare provider. I invite you to take action in three different ways that will have a tremendous impact on your health. The first, develop a preventive or proactive mindset. Take action by scheduling your well woman visit and annual screening and test. Second, dig deeper to define your goals. You can take action by identifying what you will commit to today as it relates to leading a healthy lifestyle because vague or nonspecific goals are quickly abandoned because they have no real value or meaning. An example of a vague or nonspecific goal is I want to lose 20 pounds, but you have no specific steps or action identified as to how you're going to accomplish that goal. Third, embrace the power of living a healthy lifestyle. You can take action by eating a nutritious diet, being physically active most days of the week, again doing something you enjoy, and reducing your risk or exposure through smoking and alcohol consumption. This is the perfect... Hello, this is Delana K. Watkins with the Wealthy Sisters Radio Health and Wellness segment. We are heading into the holiday season, and experiencing wellness during the holidays is this week's topic. As we approach the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday, which represents a festival of foods, specialty dishes, and delectable desserts. I want you to be armed with the tools to maintain wellness while you light up your holiday season. First, 
Don't show up to Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner hungry or starving. You know how we tend to want to wait and say, I'm going to save my appetite for that delicious, delectable dinner. Instead, I want you to think like this. Lighten up on the food servings and don't fall for the portion distortion. Use a smaller plate and indulge in those foods that are traditional to Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, the turkey, stuffing, cranberry, and tasty greens, etc. After all, most of the other selections are available as non-holiday delights during other lunch and dinner parties. So why waste it on those type of things? Instead, make sure that you get a healthy serving of the things that you don't get on a regular basis. Think of these servings as special indulges, and you will savor every bite and enjoy each chew and celebrate every swallow. Now, that's pretty special. Second, move like a turkey. Do the trot, the hustle, whatever. Causes your heart to beat faster. Moving not only aids in digestion of that delicious meal, but hey, you're burning calories before your body figures out what's really going on with all of that food that you're enjoying. And then lastly, relax. Remember, the reason for the season, don't become overwhelmed with the smells, sounds, lights, and Christmas carols. Stay in a place of gratitude, and this energy will automatically shift your focus on others. You might choose to volunteer to serve meals to the homeless or volunteer at a toy drive during the Christmas season. There are so many health benefits and to your well-being, to giving back. Eat, move, relax, and be grateful. Those are my tips to arm you with having a successful holiday season. Don't have a holiday meltdown. Instead, give yourself the gift of wellness this holiday season and enjoy. And like I said, remember the reason for the season. This is Delana K. Watkins with your health and wellness segment on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Should you have any questions or comments, please send an email to correspondence at wealthysistersradio.com. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, don't have a holiday meltdown, right? We know Thanksgiving is approaching us. Thank you so much, Elena. That awesome segment there And of all this great holiday time That's coming up We want to remind you that you are in control Yes indeed So we thank you so much for tuning in I want to say a very special Thank you again to our guest uh, Dr. Mary Gillum And also to you for tuning in And downloading the show And again if you haven't already Please make sure you take the time To say thank you To a veteran today And all the women and men who have served and continue to serve for us, for our freedoms. And as you know, we take this opportunity to just have that power thought of the day. And again, uh, as we, we talked to Dr. Gillum today, she talked about grandmother and the strength that she provided to her as a leader in her family. And I want to encourage you to take that moment to step back. And not only as we celebrate veterans today, you know, to, today I found a photo of my uncle, Nathaniel, <laughs> Nathaniel, who served in World War II. 
and uh, he sent a family photo home, and I, I, I can only imagine, you know, my my grandmother opening this letter to find her brother, you know, that he was doing well. The only way that they could communicate was to send this letter, and he wrote on the back of the picture, "Oversee friend doing fine in age." You know, what a wonderful story and a great way that he communicated. So I just want to take this time out today and and just encourage you to reflect back on family, reflect back on those examples of leaders in your life, and and use that to continue to build upon as you soar as a business leader. And then again, also to take the time out to thank those who served for us, and again, as business owners. We owe a huge debt of gratitude because here in the United States, we practice free enterprise. We have that opportunity, that opportunity to create a business, and that's powerful. All you have to do is create from a thought, especially now with the technology the way that it is. You can think of an idea and create it right there, build it from your home. So this is a great time to be alive. I encourage everyone to take that reflection, thank those in our family and our our history and our legacy, and remember to share that our legacy with our children. Remember to do that and to thank those veterans for serving in their sacrifice. Again, I thank you for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We appreciate you. I don't take you for granted. And again, this is your host, Deborah Hartnett, signing off, wishing and yours the best of everything great. We'll see you next week. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. When I listening to wealthy sisters. When I listening to wealthy sisters. When I listening to wealthy The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host, staff, or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio.